advisory to those who are not animal lovers, open to new ideas, or interested in integrative holistic healthcare for your pets, and believe that prescription diet is the best food for your pet. This podcast may offend your sensibilities. Have you ever felt frustrated and helpless after listening and doing everything your vet told you to do but it only made your sick pet worse and not get any better? That's me in 2008 with my first adopted cat, Meow. I did everything the vet told me to do and I realised she wasn't getting any better and only worse. So I decided to look into alternative health options and was drawn to the stories of holistic pet service entrepreneurs and their transformative journey, overcoming obstacles, chasing their passion and creating a movement that has caused a ripple effect of positive change in the lives of their clients and pets around the world. Join me as I share the raw, inspiring journeys of these amazing entrepreneurs, their successes and failures. My name is Amrys Wang, and this is The Raw Entrepreneur. Good morning, everyone. This is Amrys Wang of The Raw Entrepreneur. Today's episode is with a feline superhero with a huge heart for kitties. His name is Robert Johnston, a.k.a. Catio Bob. He's a 62-year-old ballroom dancing biker that loves building everything from custom Harleys to catios. He worked 17 years in large animal enclosure design and fabrication, retired and started Catio Bob, thinking it would just be a weekend hobby project allowing him to have plenty of free time to skydive and ride his bike. How wrong was he? Now, Three years in, he's so busy exclusively designing and fabricating custom catios and feline enrichment products that he barely has any free time. I'm very thankful that he squeezed me in to his busy schedule for a quick interview because I absolutely love this guy. This is his story. Who is Catio Bob, please? Well, I'm a, a 62-year-old guy. I retired from doing large animal enclosures for about 17 years. And, uh, well, I do all kinds of crazy things. I, I do ballroom. We do, me and my partner do competitive ballroom dancing. Uh, I ride motorcycles. I build motorcycles. I do all kinds of uh, off-beach stuff. We, we go skydiving and whitewater rafting and all kinds of crazy stuff. But yeah, mostly I'm just a you know normal average guy, you know, just you know enjoying life and retired, <laughs> and this kind of just fell on me. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I think you're you're too humble, and um, you know, I beg to differ. I don't think you're just an ordinary guy. You're a very very special man, um, and 62 some more. I mean, like I can't believe what you're doing. I mean, like a biker, you know, you built stuff. You do ballroom dancing. I mean, like that, to me, that is the most creative, you know, left brain, right brain kind of person I've ever <laughs> met. And especially in a guy who loves cats the way you do. I mean, like, that's amazing. Like, wow. Um, why, like, you said you did 12 years in large animal enclosure. Was that for like zoos or something? Uh, we do for I do it for vet clinics, uh, boarding facilities, uh, research facilities, uh, just any place that needed large animal enclosures. Uh, I, I did them from everything from 
Uh, well, the smallest thing I ever uh, made an enclosure for was mosquitoes. Wow. How, how for, did that work out? <laughs> well, it was for a malaria study and they needed to have an enclosure that could keep mosquitoes in, you know, and not and not let them escape. So, you know, it was a pretty challenging uh, enclosure <laughs> there. But I've done everything from mosquitoes up to uh, gorillas and orangutans and uh, everything else in between. Wow, you're you're really an animal lover, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and why why did you decide to do cats cat enclosures? Well, uh, I got was well, you know like I said I was doing large animal enclosures. I've always loved cats. I've had cats and I've had dogs. I've had them both. I've I've, I've even competed in frisbee dog competitions with with some of my dogs. Uh, awesome. I actually even started training my cats to do some tricks and stuff now too, because you know, so just cool. to, it, it translates <laughs> over. It just takes a little longer, but, uh, yeah, I just, you know, enjoying doing all kinds of different things. Were you always an animal person when you were younger? Yeah. Oh yeah. When I was, a, well, I, I, uh, first, first, uh, animal I had was a cattle dog that, uh, somebody had abandoned the dog at a house and, and left her at a house. And I was going over there every day and playing with her and feeding her. And, and, you know, even though the people had left the dog behind and then finally I got the courage to bring the dog home. And, uh, my dad went nuts. He said, Oh, just get that dog out of here. I don't have nothing to do with that dog. Get it out of here. And I, uh, you know, I managed to keep the dog on the down low for a while. <laughs> And eventually my dad fell in love with her and, and they became best of buddies after a while. But, you know, I, I started off with cattle dogs and small dogs and stuff when I was about 10. And I just always had a, either a dog or a cat my whole life, you know. You know, uh, you sound like a very free, free, willing kind of guy who does everything and everything. I mean, like adventures, skydiving, ballroom dancing. Um was it strange, I mean, to your friends, what you were doing? Uh, well, I've had, you know, my coworkers, obviously not, because they were, you know, used to doing pretty much the same thing I was doing. But, uh, but the transition over into catios, people were just like, catio. Nobody knew what a catio was at the time. And, and when I got ready to retire, I didn't know what a catio was either. To tell you the truth, I mean, I'd actually built one and not knowing it was a catio, but I built an enclosure for for my cats at my house. And uh, when the guys at work found out I was retiring, you know, they asked me what I was going to do. And I thought, you know, I told them I'd, I'll find a little something, something to do. You know, I'm, I'm pretty handy. I do carpentry, welding, fabricating, all kinds of things, you know. And so I said, I feel I'll find something to keep busy with in my retirement. And one of the guys said, well, you ought to build catios. And I'm like, well, what's a catio at that time? That was like four years ago. And I was like, I'd never heard the term catio before. So, you know, I, obviously, what do you do? You get on the internet, you look it up. What's a catio? And I'm like, oh, yeah. That's just like what I'm doing now, only just on a smaller scale. You know, and I thought, and I told the guys, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I should, you know, I, I'll give it a shot because I did some, also did the research once I, found out what a catio was i said well who in the whole in atlanta area where i live at atlanta athens area i said who in this area would build me a catio if i wanted one you know and i came up with the big goose egg 
And then, uh, and then I thought, well, you know, let's see how far I'll have to go to find somebody. We'll just even build one, not necessarily come up and, and uh, build one in my area, but just building catios, period. And my search went all the way to Austin, Texas before I found anybody. And I'm like, wow. that, that's half of the United States right there. <laughs> is, nobody is doing nothing for these people with cats, you know, for catios. Yeah. You know? And I'm thinking, you know, well, I'll, I'll throw my hat in the ring, you know, I'll throw it out there. And, and if I do one, maybe two catios every couple of months, you know, I'll be all right. You know, it's just a little backyard thing. I was actually building them in my backyard of my house, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, okay, so I start, I threw my hat in a ring out there and it was like, oh my God, somebody opened a floodgate. I mean, it's just been, it's been nonstop since then. I'm working harder now than when I was actually gainfully employed before I was. Amazing. You know, and I thought, you know, I thought it was just to be something I would just do as a, like a little hobby or something, you know, Mm -hmm. I had just, I, all I had was my little pickup truck, a little you know, a little mid-sized pickup truck and a little trailer, you know, and I, you know, that's how I started. And I'm like, I look at myself now, I'm sitting here now, I've got a 5,000 square foot shop with equipment. I've got a service truck. I got trailers and clothes (laughs) trailers. I've got materials and all kinds of stuff out there in the shop. And I, I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, I, it's just like a, it was like, it fell on me. Like there was just this big, big, big balloon just sitting up there waiting and it just popped when I got underneath it, you know? So you weren't, you weren't even looking for a second career, you know? No. You just wanted like uh, maybe one or two jobs once in a while. Yeah. And then you have a lots of free time to do whatever you wanted. Yeah, just something to keep busy. <laughs> and oh. I mean, like, how busy are you now? Every week I'm building a cab, putting a catio in just about every week. Wow. Um, and I, it's, just, it's just me right now. I'm the only person. I'm the only person in this whole shop right now. Oh, so it's goodness. All this COVID stuff right now over here. Mm. It's just, I can't really, you know, take on anybody in the shop right now, which I desperately need to. But I'm just kind of waiting for this all to, you know, blow over. And then I'm going to start hiring people and just, and my, and, Actually, uh, a year ago, I had to have uh, quadruple bypass surgery on my heart. And while I was out for recovery, my son flew out from Colorado and he kept the business going while I was you know, recovering. And now that, he see, now that he sees what all's involved with it, he wants to start up a, another Catio Bob out on the West Coast now in Colorado. Awesome. That's wonderful. <laughs> so, so this spring, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed. We'll, we'll be opening up another division of Catio Bob out Denver out near Denver, Colorado. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's beautiful to my ears. Oh, my goodness. All the cat owners will be so chuffed. I mean, like, I wish I wish I, I don't have land. I, I live in an apartment in a high-rise building in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, I've catified my home. Um, so I've got a vertical space and, you know, super, cat super highways going around hey. around my what home is- as well. Um, and you know, we try to encourage people in Singapore to keep their cats. If, I mean, we always said, if you love your animals, you should keep your cat inside because it's dangerous to, for it to go outside roaming. Yeah. You know, yeah, it really what... is. And especially most of us live in high rise apartments. So if you don't, if you don't like 
mash up or you know like and close up your home and your windows and your grills or whatever the cat will actually yeah. fall off and die i mean we've had so many cases in singapore yeah. of that happening so you know when people say like oh cat you know they won't die from heights is bullshit because i've seen a lot of that oh yeah it just depends a lot on a lot of factors yeah so yeah, i mean majority of the time they don't they don't fare well when they fall down out of heights what what would you say would was your your most challenging moment of doing catio bob uh well the most challenging one so far has been uh i've done a catio for uh this group called the acro cats i don't know if you've ever heard of the acro cats yes i have oh but, my goodness i did a I did a catio for them down in Griffin, Georgia. When they moved down here from up north, they moved down here to Georgia, and and uh, I got they got a hold of me, and I built a catio for them. And it's a it's a really nice catio. It's a it's a eight foot wide by twenty four foot long, and then it has a as a tunnel that goes back to the house, so the <laughs> the cats can come and go as they please. Oh. That was a pretty good one. That was a, that, and then my. The other one that I really like a lot that was a real challenge was one that uh, I call a cat zebo. It's a uh, it's a four foot around little miniature gazebo that's mm -hmm. mounted up on, on 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 some stilts, and then it's got a forty foot tunnel that goes back to the uh, to the catio I built for the for, for the owner about a year ago, wow. and and that, that that turned out so gorgeous. It's it's just beautiful. Oh my goodness! I'm envious. I wish I had you in 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 my life. I think because I've seen I've seen the videos and the pictures that you put up on Facebook. You know uh -huh. when, when you post, and I just think that what you do is so is awesome and so beautiful. I mean, like some of the things that you've done, you know, and and you say that you've cut and everything you customize, right? It's yeah. Oh yeah. Everything. Oh my goodness! I mean, you're so creative. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, it took me a little while, but I've, I've developed a kind of a basic design that, you know, I can expand to larger sizes, smaller sizes. I can adapt the same same principles to other things. Not only do I do like the freestanding catios, but I also do like porch conversions. You know, like somebody has a an open porch on the front or the back of their house that they want to enclose and make a catio out of it. I, I've done those as well. And I've done balconies and all kinds of things. That's amazing. Um, did you, I mean, like, did you actually actively advertise for your business or was it just word of mouth? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Dear God, no. If I advertised, I think I would be dead by now. <laughs> oh, no, you won't be dead. I'm serious. I mean, just from the word of mouth and that my, my little Facebook page that I put up, uh, just from that, I've gotten calls from, I've gotten calls from like Michigan, New York, uh, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Tennessee, Louisiana, <laughs> uh, I've gotten calls from Mexico. I've gotten calls from uh, Scotland, England. Amazing. From, uh, I got a couple people that call me from Australia. Uh, I mean, I've got people call me from all over the world, you know, just, you know, <gasps> Or messaging me saying, oh, dear God, man, I wish you were here. Like you're saying, I wish you were here in Singapore or, or Scotland, <laughs> England or Ireland. So, <laughs> all, so do you, 
Oh my gosh, I can't help laughing. You're just amazing. Um, so do you just service only like Atlanta? I mean, like Georgia area, like where you live. Like, how far do you go? Uh, right now, it's just the Athens and Atlanta area, and uh, just this area alone. When I started, like three and a half, four years ago, when I started doing this. Uh, since then, just here in this area alone, I've, I, I've, I'm, I'm getting close to 100 catios in this, just this area alone. Wow. And usually when they find you, I mean, do the cat owners even understand why they're doing it? Um, like the behavior and why you're, how you design certain things? Or do you have to explain it to them? Uh, well, I, I kind of attribute the, the latest surge in interest in catios due to the coronavirus. <laughs> really? My, my theory is, is people are staying at home and now they're finally realizing that they're at, their pets get cabin fever just as bad as they do. They want to get outside. They want to do something. They've been trapped in this house. Now they're now the, the, the pet owners are getting a taste of their own medicine. You know, and it's like, mm -hmm. now I get the, now I know why the cat's going crazy. I'm going crazy sitting in the house for the last three months. And a lot of people are like, wow, I really got to do something for my cats. They're going nuts. They really are going nuts. Like the one lady I'm doing one for right now, she's got like nine cats. And she says, I got to do something. They're driving me crazy. I can't get nothing done because she works at home. I can't get nothing done because they're all over me all day long. And she said, ever since she's had the catio, she says it's like been uh, like a 180 degrees. She says, now I can sit at home and do work. And these guys are not bugging me like left and right and crazy, you know? Wow. And for, for your catio, like, I mean, oh, my, my brain is buzzing because I'm just, I'm just so tickled by your stories. So are you saying that you think your business has actually increased the, the past years because of, of the yes. coronavirus oh, and yes. everybody's got cabin fever. Well, it's, you know, it's opened a lot of pet owners eyes to you know, wow. what, what their animals go through during a normal day. You know, they normally don't, they, they, you know, they leave at eight o'clock in the morning, shut the door. They don't come back That's till true. four in the afternoon. And then they're wondering why their pets are like, Oh my God, you're home. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> you know, and now that they're spending time with them in that time slot, now that they're at home in that time slot, they're mm -hmm. finally seeing what their animals go through, and they're just like us. They get bored. They get they go crazy. That's why some of these cats get the zoomies. You know that they just got to do something. Yeah. So, and, what what would you say is a, a decent size catio for say you know like one cat versus say um, five cats? I mean, is there like a, a space ratio that you actually usually recommend for people? Well, there is a USDA, the United States Department of Agriculture does have a formula that requires you to have X number of square footage for an animal based on their size and weight. Okay. Uh, just, just from what I've, you know, had to deal with on it, with using those formulas and stuff, uh, my cat, the smallest catio that I've been making, the, 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 I've made some smaller ones, but uh, the ones that have been most popular is, a, is one that has a footprint of a six by eight footprint by eight foot high. That's been the most popular one. And that one, 
that one is good for up to about five to six cats. Right. I mean, you know, not there's, you know, 90% of the time you're not going to have all five or six cats in the catio at the same time, but that just gives you enough room and space to where they don't feel crammed into a little bitty box and don't want to go there. So when you're designing a catio, um, what, what do you, what do you take into consideration normally? Oh, that's one of the biggest questions I get from customers is, is uh, once I got the catio up, where, where am I going to put, where, where are all the walkways and the platforms and the ramps going? And honestly, this is my answer that I tell them. I have no clue, not one clue as to where they're going. And they look at me, what? I said, what I do is I, you know, I'll put your basic framework up and then I'll just come in and I sit inside the catio and just start thinking like a cat. What do I want to see? What do I want to look at? Where do I want to be? Because there's things that external of the catio that can make a certain area and they're more attractive than another. And you right. just got to kind of sit there and look like, oh yeah, there's a bush right there. And it looks like that would be a good spot to hang out because the sun kind of comes in right there and they've got a bush for the trees and the insects to come buzzing around and it's all entertainment, you know. And then that's what I do. I just sit in there and I think, okay, well, a platform will go there because of the bush and they'll put a low one over here because there's really not much to see, but it's a nice place to kind of hang out if you want quiet area. And then I got ramps and then I got little fire hose hammocks for them to lay in and all kinds of other stuff. Wow. And but that's, but that's the biggest thing. I mean, people ask me, where are you going to put stuff? And I, you know, I really have no idea. I've actually never done two catios the same way yet wow as far as, as far as the walkways and the platforms go inside of it okay so the size might be a standard size but mm -hmm. the inside would be you know customized like for every single case yeah and then you know there's there's some extenuating circumstances that will change that will affect the the external framework of the catio which is you know obstructions on the house or certain things that are in the way in the area that you're going to put it i have sometimes have to work around those but it's just minor adjustments and basically your catios are like really like cat proof safe so that they can't go out they can't escape but they also the wildlife can't come in you know like coyotes that's, and stuff like that that's one of my one of my uh, big mantras is i tell everybody with my catios nobody gets in nobody gets out <laughs> wow. unless you let them out <laughs> oh wow the, the one caveat is is once a bear's involved all bets are off I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my but goodness it'll, it'll my catios are guaranteed to keep out the caddy to keep out the uh, coyotes raccoons possums uh, any kind of predators you know that, that, that prey on cats and stuff uh, pretty much i can you know, all those I can keep out. Oh, Katie or Bob, you're, you're just, you're just amazing. I, <laughs> you know, I've been a fan of yours for so long and seeing you, <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm like a fan girl here. So, I, you know, you gotta, excuse me, but I'm just enjoying this moment and just listening to, to your, to your <laughs> stories. Cause I think you're just amazing. I can't, you know, when a lot of people, when they think they're going to retire and do something simple, you know, um, and you do something which you thought was simple and it ends up being like 
a, a full-on career and probably even better than your previous career, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's more fulfilling than my last career, I'll tell you that much. Um, how, and you know, I mean like, okay, I, I know this sounds a bit silly, but do you see yourself retiring from Cadio Bob at all? Anytime soon? Uh, at some point, I want to get to the point where my business grows to where I, I, I just go out and do the consultations and do you know that sort of thing. And then I have crew that, that you know, come out and fulfill the orders and stuff, you know, and have some guys at the shop. Yeah, I just want to be like, you know, the, the, the CEO guy. <laughs> but also I've the creative the, guy, right? <laughs> I've, been, I've been the worker and the backbone of the system so long. I want to be the brain of the operation for a while. So how long were you on your own? I mean, like doing this on your own before you say it got help? Well, the last four years that when I started doing Cadio Bob, it's just been me and my partner. She helps me, uh, you know, on installations pretty much. I, as far as building them in the shop, I can pretty much do all that by myself. But um, when we go out on an install, my, uh, my partner of 17 years, she, she comes out and helps me. Oh, that's she so does my, she's my touch-up person. She does all my touch-up on the paint and stuff like that. So she's quality control. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she keeps me in line, that's for sure. <laughs> oh. She's the one pointing out, you missed a screw over there. <laughs> that. Oh, wow. And, and you still enjoy doing going outdoors and, and, and adventure riding and stuff still? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Right now, my... My, the the uh, thing I'm working on right now is I've got a, uh, my Harley. I'm putting a sidecar on it. I want to train my, a, a couple of my cats to ride with me. <laughs> oh, nice. So we, oh. so we can go out and go riding. Oh, Carrier Bob, you're, you're such an amazing man. And you've got such a big heart. Um, I would really love to see pictures of your own cats one day. I mean, like if you, you know, in your workshop, you know, just put them on Facebook. And, and I think, you know, I would love to see your babies. It's, it's... Oh, Elvers, come here, Albers. Come here, Albers. I got three of them here. Oh, here comes Miss Sarah. She'll come. Come here, Sarah. Come here, baby. Yeah. Yeah, this is Miss Sarah. Wow. How old is she? Uh I don't really know. She's <laughs> she's one of the cats that came here. Uh she's what I call in the kitty witness protection program. <laughs> she uh she came from an apartment where there was a bunch of a bunch of druggies and stuff and a guy OD'd and a couple of guys died and all this other stuff. And, she, and when they evicted everybody, she was left in the apartment. And uh, I took her on. So she's, she's a real sweetheart. You yeah. know, you know, people say, um, I mean, there's always this, you know, like really old perception of uh, bikers being rough and gruff and, and, <laughs> you know, um, but talking to you, you're like a giant teddy bear. I mean, like, honestly, <laughs> Uh, you, you, would, you wouldn't believe all the people I've gotten in, all the guys I've gotten in trouble because <laughs> of, of my ballroom dancing. Oh, my God. <clears throat> every, time, every time me and my partner go out, go out somewhere to a, a local bar or something somewhere and go dancing, uh, I'll pull up. We get off the Harley, go inside. I got my leathers and stuff on. Then we all of a sudden start waltzing or tango or doing a cha-cha or something. And then I got people coming up going, oh, my God, I would have never thought somebody like you would come in here and start dancing like that. And then they're like, 
And then I get the guys coming over to me going like, man, you don't know how much trouble you got me in. I'm like, what, dude? I didn't do nothing. I said, my wife now says, look, if that biker guy can ballroom dance, so can you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kenny and Bob, you're, you're, you're a man of many, many talents and no one can see it. I love the fact that, you know, on the outside, you um, some people might have a, a preconceived, you know, perception of you with your tattoos mm-hmm. and, and your biker and your leather jacket and everything. And yet you're so gentle and artistic. And I mean, like, I see the way you handle your cat, you know, you, you, you love, it's so obvious that you love your, 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 yeah. your kitty cats, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's baby. very heartwarming. It's really heartwarming. Um, and the fact that you're doing this for cats, you know, <laughs> <laughs> amazing i don't know you're you're superman you really are um yeah was it well, i mean like, you you said that you had you know you, you had your your heart surgery um was it last year did you say last yeah year? it was about a year and a couple of months ago yeah now yeah um was that difficult you know like you know getting back uh physically to what you're doing was it very challenging for you or did you ever think that you wanted to stop and 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 quit at that point well i didn't ever really consider stopping but uh yeah it it took a little while because it was like i had my surgery in november and it wasn't until like february before i could actually start getting back into actually doing any physical work and then then the pandemic hit and then it's like and then everything started speeding up i'm like oh my god (laughs) oh gosh but you know i'm really grateful that you're you you look really you look really good now and i you know like i'm very thankful for that you know uh that you're back in the saddle you know and i love the fact that your son actually came to help you and now he's he he wants to do a catio bob in in colorado um i think that's very very cool um i think that's a test a testimonial to what you're doing is is really like helping a lot of cat owners who don't realize that they need this you know uh there's a lot of people that don't understand that that uh you know, they, they get crazy just like we do. They need, they want some outside time. That's why you see them sitting at a window looking outside all day long. They want to go outside. They want to, they need that enrichment to, you know, to make them be, a, a, I guess, a mentally stable cat, you know, because just being cooped up inside. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some cats that that's just fine for. They, they, they it doesn't bother them one bit that they don't get to go outside and some of them don't even like it. I've actually got one cat that will go out in the catio, but will not go outside the cat. You know, but, but you know, there's, there's all different levels, but they, they, you know, people are starting to realize now that, that that if they provide enrichment for their cats, they're going to be solving some other problems like scratching, uh, uh, spraying and marking, uh, it, it solves a lot of problems in a, in a multi-cat household. <laughs> usually, so, usually people that are getting catios are have multiple cats, you know, at least, at least two. And what, like, like what was the largest, like, um, number of cats that you designed for? Uh, that would be the acro cats. She's got, uh, <laughs> she had like, I think she's got like 20, 25 cats plus a, a full-grown serval. Wow. 
Wow. So that was, that was the most of I have served is those guys. That's amazing. Not well, only did I do that, but I also uh, redid their tour bus as well. They've got oh. a, a, they got a tour bus, like a big musician's tour bus. Yeah. And I redid the uh, Kitty City in the back of the, of their forum and redid the whole thing back there. And yeah, those are some interesting projects that I did there. That was kind of interesting. Because the uh, the old the tour bus that they they have now used to belong to uh, Tom Petty, and wow. uh, and they've got it now, and they redesigned the back half of the bus into a, a kitty city where all the kitties live, all the performing cats live, while they're I, on the road. I've actually seen pictures of the back of their their <coughs> their bus. So that was you. You did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Amazing. was me. Okay, which means I have been a fan of your work for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, it's just it popped up and, you know, I've done some work for uh, several of the uh, animal shelters right now. I did one for the local uh, shelter here in Athens. And then we got uh, the, uh, the largest uh, the animal rescue group in uh, Georgia out here. I did, one, I did six of them for them. They had two of them in their lobby and four of them in the, on the on the back of their building for all their cats for their new facility they just built. And you know, I've done all kinds of, of projects that are, you know, a lot bigger than just your normal catio. Well, catio Bob, I want to thank you for your time cuz I know you're a very busy man. Would you one last question is what would what would be your most proud moment of your entire journey so far that you're proud of? As far as Cadio Bob is concerned? Cadio Bob or, you know, even say your life in general. I mean, before Cadio Bob. I think this, is, this, this ranks right up there with, you know, Cadio Bob, you know, having this kind of just blow up on me here or just you know, kind of drop on me. It's been quite an amazing uh feet here and then to take it where i where it's going you know just kind of just riding the wave i guess has been amazing i don't know and it's really fulfilling it does a lot for me because every time i do a catio i know there's going to be a cat that's going to be happy oh catio bob you're 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 so lovely i mean like i wish i could get up to you and give you a hug because you're just <laughs> to me you're a superhero for cats um, you know, I love the fact that what you do is really helping enrich the, the environment for cats. And I think also educate cat owners on the fact that their cats need to have an enriched environment so that, like you said, it will minimize all the behavior like spraying, marking and, and you know, all the unwanted behaviors in the house. You know, so to me, mm-hmm. you're, you're truly a superhero and, you know, like, oh my goodness, um, Thank you so much for your time. Uh, it's oh, no so problem. Precious. No problem. Glad to do it. You're, you're, you're a precious man. And um, blessings to you, your partner. And, you know, um, I look forward to seeing the news about uh, Colorado branch of Caddy Bob coming up. I think, uh, you know, I, I, I think you guys are wonderful. And even though I'm all the way here in Singapore, you know, you know, I always enjoy looking at your at your Facebook uh, feeds well, and whatever it's you do. Amazing! It, it, I'm I'm actually over there. People are seeing me over there. Yeah, I just it blows my mind. I'm like just like I'm just 
I'm just this little local guy here, you know. <laughs> oh, you're a special man. You're a special man, Caddy Bob. You really are. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Well, no problem. No problem. Thank you for listening to Katio Bob's story. Look out for Moran Rios interview next week. Wow. I'm so thankful and grateful that you took the time to listen to this podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could subscribe, download, rate, review, and share this with others whom you care about that may enjoy it as well. Thank you. And remember to be kind to yourself and others. Have a awesome day, everyone.